0: We may touch on some difficult topics related to mental health struggles today. If you are uncomfortable with such topics, feel free to listen to a different episode. However, if you stay, we hope to share with you about how music can be a powerful outlet for artists struggling with mental health and related topics and hope you can find some empowerment through music with us. Our views are separate from that of NUS and anything we say cannot be taken as representative of the school. With that, let's get into the episode! I'm feeling it tonight, riding on the dizzying high. it up or unwind with us! Because we've got a new covered on the music escape!
1: With Vivi, Ming, Wenfei, and Hannah, right here at Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS.
2: Hannah. Today's episode will be a special one because it's in line with September being Suicide Prevention Month. So the first segment that we have for today's episode is how music can be an escape for anyone struggling with mental health. Let's start by talking about how different artists approach writing music as an escape for their
3: struggles.
0: So are there any artists or songs that come to mind when we talk about the theme of mental health?
3: One song that comes to mind is from Demi Lovato's most recent album, I think. Yeah, so do you like listen to Demi Lovato?
2: Yes, I do. I was like a hardcore fan like a few
3: years ago, if I say so. Yeah, Yeah, I had a phase. But yeah, like in her most recent album, I think she acknowledges her drug overdose. Do you hear about that Mm. too? If you've been like keeping up with celebrity news?
2: No, I haven't been keeping up. Like I followed her for a while. (laughs) I followed her when... Um, she's been. I know she's been through a lot, and I related to some of her music. Uh, her Unbroken album. I think when we talk about Demi Lovato, the first song that came to my mind was Skyscraper. Definitely something you should check out because. The lyrics are very meaningful. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I think in particular, like, around two songs, did you listen to I See You, Madison's Lullaby?
2: No, I think I've heard it. Like, I've listened to it when I listened to the entire album, but I don't really remember what it was about.
3: The context is just, like, uh, Madison is Demi Lobato's half-sister, I think. Yeah, she dedicates this song to Madison, yeah, her sister. And if you read the lyrics, you can tell that she uses the song, like her music as a coping mechanism, you know, to she acknowledges the hurt and pain that she caused her sister and she acknowledges, yeah, how that it has damaged their relationship and that she hopes the best for medicine from that from like that point onwards.
2: Oh wow, that's
3: that's really touching. And another song I think called Melon Cake, you hear of
2: that one? Oh yes, I know about this story! It made me cry the first time I listened to it because the story behind me listening to that song is that first time I listened to it was when I listened to the entire album so it was like from the first song down to the last song and if I'm not wrong, Melon Cake was one of the middle songs and then the funny thing is that it has such a sad storyline but the yeah, beat when
3: I found oh. out I was so sad. <laughs>
2: yeah. And the thing is that I didn't like Google it or anything either. But when I heard the the second time I listened to the song. So the first time I listened to like the music and the rhythm and all that stuff. Then the second time I actually listened to the melody and all that. And then I realized that one of the lyrics said, um, no more melon cake. On my birthdays or something like that. And it brought back the memory that I remember reading or listening to one of her interviews that she did that she's not allowed to have sugars or something, right? Is that that what it is? Yeah, it was during
3: her Disney child star period of time, I think. But they didn't want her to gain weight, so instead of giving her like an actual cake for her birthday, they gave her a melon as her cake.
2: Yeah, I remember that story. I remember that story. And then after I heard the lyrics, all those, like, memories of listening to that interview, reading it, came to my mind. I was like, oh, it was so sad. That was, yeah, that's a very, that's a very real song based on real life experiences.
3: Yeah, she talks about, like, the mental abuse and how it contributed to her eating disorder as well. And yeah, I think by writing that song, it shows that, you know, she's finally taken control of her own person. You know, she's declaring that she won't, you know, Subject herself to this kind of treatment again, to this kind of treatment again, yeah, which I think is great, yeah, yeah, that's really beautiful. I think it shows how she's coped so far, yeah, mm. hopefully now she's doing better, yeah,
2: yeah, I think she is, which is funny because I was going to talk about one of the songs by her as well. um, she released a song recently, it was actually in twenty twenty, which was also quite nicely tied in because. She released this song on World Suicide Prevention Month in 2020 and it was okay not to be okay. It was a feature with Marshmello. Have you guys heard of that? I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was, it was, it's, it's very nice because Marshmello is a producer, a DJ, so his tracks will be obviously more uh, of the, like the EDM style tracks. And the nice thing about it is that the meaning is so beautiful. And I was gonna talk about this in one of our next segments, which we will talk about how music empowers. And I think this is a good song to begin with, because this song is basically talking about how it's okay not to be okay, quite literally. That if you're feeling something, it's okay to acknowledge that feeling and then move on from there, you know. Don't let yourself not feel any feelings. You should let yourself feel. And The message behind this song that she did on an interview is, I will quote this, she said that, What I just want everyone else to know is that I've been there and you can get past it too. It can be very, very dark, but we have to remember that we can't seek permanent solutions for temporary problems because life ebbs and flows, and just as happiness can be fleeting sadness as well. So I thought that was a very nice quote that will tie into this episode as well because it is in line with Suicide Prevention Month and this is a good example of how music can help you feel more uplifted and more happy in a way, you know?
0: Actually I think like um, about drug abuse as well, actually I have another song that I feel is really, really nice. Um, it's actually Leave a Light On by Tom Walker. So it was actually inspired by a friend who was addicted to drugs. So you should go and listen because like, I feel like well, other than the lyrics being very meaningful, like the beats and the tunes are also really, really nice. And it also is quite interesting because it shows support for his friend that Like no matter what happens, he will be his guiding light and he will be literally and figuratively like leaving a light on for him to guide him through his life onto the correct path again. So yeah, I think that's a song that you guys should check out and it's also in our playlist.
2: Oh yes, speaking of our playlist, we have asked our individual socials as well, as well as the Radio Pals Instagram that if you guys have any songs related to the theme of mental health, to drop us suggestions. And we, have, we really have to say thank you for all your suggestions because we've re- received a lot of suggestions. And all those suggestions will be put into a playlist that you, will be available to you together with this episode, which is in fact below in the description of this episode. So you can click the link to the playlist and it will lead to all these songs that we have selected and most of you guys have selected as well. So yes, do check it out. And still on the topic of music written by artists to help them cope, I want to bring up this band, Linkin Park, which I feel like many of our listeners probably thought of when we talked about music and mental health. As a lot of people may know what happened to Chester Bennington, one of their band members back in 2017, and it's obvious that he has been through a lot, and this translated into very real and raw music that was written by him. And I quote him, he said this once that, most of my work is a reflection of what I've been through one way or another. And this was uh, from an interview he did in 20- 2009. And from this, I think you can tell that the music written by Chester Bennington is really from the heart, you know. It's all from personal experiences, which makes the music like even more meaningful. And one of the songs that I want to tell you guys about is Heavy. And it's a song that they did with Kiara. Kiara has a verse that she sings in it. And this song is about overthinking. I feel like overthinking is something that everybody can relate to. Definitely at one point in your life, you have overthought about something before, whether it's a it's a simple thing you're doing or a text you send. Actually, I think the text thing is just me because I have, I have this terrible habit of overthinking almost literally every single thing that I do. So every text I send, everything like in a meeting that I will say is all after like 10,000 times of thinking whether should I send this, should I say this, that kind of thing. So I, this song specifically, like resonated with me a lot. And again, I will quote Chester Bennington, who said that this song centers around the emotional weight of fixating on oneself. And I felt like those words really hit me because if you listen closely to the r- lyrics of the song, they are very, very meaningful, I feel. Like, I related very close to those lyrics.
0: Yeah, I think that what Vivi and Hannah shared is really very empowering and interesting. And I think it's interesting to note that um, for songs on mental health, like, I think it's quite cool that they are, um different perspectives, so for example, like there are some from a first person perspective, like them talking about their struggles while others are from the perspective of like more of like a third person looking at a friend or close family member suffering from like uh mental illness and struggle so um a very i would say quite a famous song will be before you go by Louis Capaldi. uh I'm not sure if you guys know of the song, yeah, so I think um it it's quite uh interesting because his perspective is more of a third person perspective whereby it is inspired by the suicide of his aunt when he was a child and it kind of shows like how the feelings of guilt and regret and helplessness that he felt as compared to maybe uh another song um from a first person perspective of Don't be Set by Tate McRae um whereby it's kind of uh, res- I think it would kind of resonate with people who feel that way as well. Whereby, um, she feels that many people. It's it's a song that tells people that you know, um, stop telling people who are suffering from mental health illnesses to not be sad because oh, there are many reasons to be happy and that your feelings of sadness are unjustified. But sometimes, um, people can't help feeling what they feel. So I feel like this song was, um, it it put these um pe- struggling people words into like um a very nice song actually
1: yeah i i I totally agree with that um after listening like one round i guess like uh music is a way for artists to release uh to to make a statement of what they believe in and it's really good like um these days there are more songs related you know uh uh, where they get to express themselves more and i guess it's sort of like a song a kind of um a com- a feeling of like a company with those people who are listening who may have the same emotions, then they're, they're not alone. Sometimes like you don't need um you don't need to be understood, but you just want to feel like you're not alone and then you have someone out there, you know. So I guess all these songs like boils down to the fact that it just not only brings uh, brings attention to all these topics, but also like Gives a sense of support to whoever is in the same situation, yeah. And and like what you say, I think the best part is when you go KTV. Okay, now cannot right. But when you go KTV and then like you know sometimes for me like now, um KTV are closed. So at home I will use like my phone. Okay, so if today like someone diss me and I'm pretty angry, I'm just like find a rap song. <laughs> That's me okay. <laughs> I'll be like. Time for some rap song to bring up my mood. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: that's nice. Actually, you were mentioning that you write down like, you I wouldn't you didn't call yourself like a lyricist, but you do write down um important life events and all that. Have you ever thought of writing a song based on any like emotion you felt during like a difficult time or like in the perspective of writing?
1: I guess like um, yes and no, cause first you have to have the music produced out right but sometimes I feel like um music itself is kind of related to like uh like poetry and everything so the fact that you write it down as words it could turn it you can turn it into a music it's just uh whether you have the ability to uh bring in like music treatment and everything but I guess like um it really I think music itself like it, it sets the mood of the day like let's say if today like you know, you're down and then you just know that, okay, it's time to tune in some happy songs, you know. And then like, let's say you're conscious, which I, I will also sometimes. And then I'll just tune into some like sassy song and then I'm like, just, sister's going to strike down this street with pride. <laughs> 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 yes, when I'm like. <laughs> I saw so, yes. I mean like sometimes in a walk, I put in like more pop songs. Maybe what I can walk faster, mm-hmm. but also like, you know, yeah, in your own zone, that kind of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah so yeah. <laughs> I sound so Lesbian. wow. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's quite interesting that you mentioned that because yeah, I mean, um, music definitely can be as like an escape when you feel certain feelings. It makes you feel more empowered. It makes you feel more sassy in terms of, <laughs> <laughs> of one who is here. <laughs> yeah. And so I think it definitely helped CBS and SK.
2: Yes, yes, that's true. And I think there's a good point where we can wrap up our first segment. So stick around for the second one, where we'll talk more about how music has helped us individually. And we'll be right back after the break. Stick
3: around!
0: on the topic of, you know, coping. Um, of course when Hui mentioned using music to cope with her uh, days that she feels down. So do you have any like other coping strategies related or unrelated to music to kind of make yourself feel a little bit better on the days that, you know, you don't feel so good about yourself?
1: I think like it's not just one single event that I do on a day when I feel sad, but it's a habit that, you know, you build up. I feel, um, for me, I, I read books almost every morning. So personally, like, I can't, I don't know why, but I'm not a novel person, so I can't really, like, read through a story. But I, I, I tend to be able to read through, like, self-help books. And I always love to read that. You know, uh, so there's a lot of books that I like to read, like, um, you know, The Courage to be Dislike. i just just naming some. I think, like, all these are, like, all this new knowledge maybe when I'm reading it itself it didn't really set in, but it's just like at your back of your mind. And then one day all this like, that, all this knowledge that I read actually comes together and uh, when you face a problem in life, it kind of like um, shapes how you react to it. you know So I guess it's a, it's a learning process. I, I, I think like at our age, we are kind of like stuck in this part where we are kind of lost i guess like when you're when you're at like 18 you know like when you're about to reach like um uni and then you're kind of lost like what do i want to do you know the crafting. Mm-hmm. thing i guess everyone had that and it's like but i felt like uh i decided to take a more like a easy way out for myself i feel like it's just a learning process you know and it's it's our first time you know living this life as a sense so i guess maybe a lot of times all of us are too hard on ourselves mm. i think like even if you make a mistake it, it's final you know it's a process of knowing yourself and then after you after going through all the success or weakness and you know embarrassment in life and everything you kind of know yourself more and that kind of like helps you a lot uh in pulling through your subsequent life like you know what you like and what you dislike and you know and you start to know how to reject you start to know um what as what are some things that you want to do and then what You know you don't want you set your boundaries and everything Mm. so i guess it's um it's fine it's just uh it's a time 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 like what everyone says time will solve everything so Mm. i guess just enjoy the process of like knowing yourself and uh at the end of the day uh just be happy every day i think that's the most important
0: well, I think what Wen Hui said is very interesting. And I just suddenly thought back about the times when I first entered university. So in case our listeners don't know, we have quite a wide range of um, university years in yeah. uh, the four of us. So we, are, we range from year one all the way to year three. So uh, Wen Hui and I are actually uh, on the older spectrum. We are year three. <laughs> <laughs> we are year three. Um, so... I was just thinking back about um the times I entered uni and like you said there was a lot of um transition, a lot of changes, you know, it was a very big jump from um previous I mean, education, be it whether you come from polytechnic, J C or other institutes. I think that um going to university was definitely a very big uh jump and there was a lot of transition so I I think that I struggled with that when I first entered university and I'm just wondering because we have a fresh with us, Hannah, whether, you know, how, how do you feel transitioning to university? Do you think it is um I mean do you have any struggles that you face now actually? Especially, you know, with the COVID semester. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's
3: not really so much of uh COVID nineteen that like part of my worries i think i'm actually quite used to it yeah because yeah it all started happening in jc right and then we went into circuit oh like, right like,
0: only, um, oh my gosh oh, i, I feel very hard. very old
1: <laughs> no i think like <laughs> those who went through circuit breaker everything during their a levels i really like you know hands up to them
0: yes that's yeah. true yeah oh okay yeah actually
3: it was okay Okay, I got used to it. So it's not really like the forefront of my problem. What Workload is it's it? It's more of, uh, I don't know if you guys also felt this way. Not really quite mm-hmm. workload, but um, I think because mm-hmm. I'm in the course industrial design, we have to see each other's works and stuff. Oh. Yeah, and right now, um, uh, yeah, we see each other's works and we like help each other, you know, like uh, tell each other how we can improve mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah, it's like a collaborative kind of community, and because of that, like I always see oh, everyone okay. right? And you feel mediocre sometimes. <laughs>
0: oh yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So I kind
3: of like yeah. I of think that uh, a bit, it's right? definitely she true. Even
0: though like somewhere. I'm not in a course, yeah. I'm not in your course. Uh, but I definitely do did feel myself comparing with others especially when I first entered university and that really added to a lot of stress so I mean now that I'm year three uh, I kind of take things more easily and realize that you know everybody has their own path and their own uh, pace so yeah I kind of try and you know not compare myself so much with others but of course it's easier said than done yeah so Wen Hui do you have any advice am yes, like, or something <laughs> like for
1: this, <laughs> this this there's this there's this um post that I saw on Instagram that that really mm-hmm. ties well. I guess it's the perspective of how you look at it. So basically it says that um uh it's quite a long chunk, so bear with me. Find a way to love in mm-hmm. find a way to fall in love with la- your life so intensely that watching another person love theirs is a confirmation, not a threat. Be so involved with cultivating your own talents and forging through your own desires that you don't have the time or energy to criticize how others others live. Determine for yourself what matters to you, how you want to experience life and let that and only that be your map. So stop letting other people's lives be your map and let yourself want what you want and be patient. Let it unfold, see what's right in front of you and listen to your wild urges, to your painful jealousies, to the what ifs and why not me's and reach small step by small step until you can remember when you ever felt anything but wholly in love with the life you have intentionally created
0: wow Wow. oh my god that's so inspiring we should share that on our instagram where is that quote from is it thought catalog
1: uh no (laughs) i think it's from some spiritual (laughs) Spirit, uh, yeah, I'm a very spiritual person. Some like um horoscope thing, moon omens. <laughs> I can wow. share. We can. We will share that on our Instagram. So you can check out Radio Pass. I think it's really good. I guess it. it just it's normal for us to look at others and you know like hey, why why I don't have that you know that kind of thing. But I guess at the end of the day, it's a perspective. So do you want to waste your whole life, you know, looking and um being jealous of other people's life, or do you want to? Bring that perspective back to your own life and just focus on yourself. I want to say that it's like uh, just get over it and then, like, everyone has a good and bad. So, I guess it's like accepting yourself and knowing yourself, and uh, from there, you can work to do the best out of it. So, just be happy, I think.
0: Vivi, do you have anything to add since you are like the, in the middle of both of our ages?
2: <laughs> in the middle of spectrum. In the middle of the spectrum. Actually, I, I really like the quote that you shared just now, which I sort of realised on my own just a few months back because I found myself... I don't know about how many people follow... like they, Obviously, some people will idolise different people, right? Mm-hmm. And then you will feel like, oh, this is what I wish I am doing now. Like, personal experience, if I'm talking about... I follow a lot of YouTube creators because I find that like, their works are very inspiring and all Mm that. So there was a point in in time where I felt that, it was funny enough, it was the the A-level break, waiting to get into uni and, like, deciding what course to do. Then, in that period of time, I watched a lot of their videos, and I was thinking that, this is actually, like, a pretty good lifestyle. Like, why am I here doing what I kind of don't really want to do, when I could be like that, and doing what I like to do every single day? And, basically, after after having that that train of thoughts for a while, after com- coming into uni and then realizing that oh, it's what you make of it. You know, is what your life is basically what you make of it. If you want to do something, you should just do it. Just do it. You know, and it doesn't really matter what other people tell you because I feel that relating to something someone said just now as well that you feel a lot of expectations and all that coming into uni, like you don't really know what to do. Was it one way that shared about, about entering uni and the stress of entering uni, the transition and all that? So I feel that if you are feeling in that position right now, whether you are already in uni or whether you are thinking of going into uni or wherever you are at in life right now, thinking about other people's expectations of you, I feel that it's a very... It's not a... Good thing to waste your time on, uh, honestly, It's, you should do what makes you happy. Personally, at first, I w- I didn't want to do like the course I was doing right now, but both of my parents didn't support the course that I wanted to do when I was go- like choosing which course to do in uni. Yeah, it was really a messed up, messed up period of time I would say. But then oh. again, it's what you make of it. So I decided, okay, I'm doing this now. Maybe I'll find I'll find a way to look at it as is something interesting, is something. Fun to do and all that. And then decided to um, pursue the things that I wanted to study as a side hustle. One of my friends actually told me that You should chase your dreams but make sure you have like a a money earning plan first before you chase your dream. So you have a concrete plan that will earn you the bucks and then after that you pursue your passions, pursue your dreams as a side hustle basically. That really stuck with me throughout the entire first year. (laughs) But the entire first year I decided okay I will stick with this plan that will earn me what I need to survive and then everything else that I wanted to do I will take it up as extra activities and all that. So that made me realise that halfway through beginning of the SEM actually, I realised that oh, I'm happy for the people that mm. I follow, I'm happy for them, but I also feel that I'm not chasing after their happiness anymore. So similar to what your quote was, I'm no longer chasing after their happiness, yeah, but yeah, definitely. more of being happy, being proud of what I have achieved and in that aspect as well.
1: So yeah that's something that yeah i think like vivi mentioned something really good i i i'm really happy for her that from the whole incident she actually went to think like um to change her perspective like what i've been saying like it's all about the perspective Mm. so i guess like uh maybe the cost part i actually also had that experience but i stick with what yes (laughs) yeah it is a typical thing so but at the end i chose to stick with my own choice Mm. and I think for whatever it is, uh, whether it's you follow what your parents said or whether it is your choice, the fact that you have took that, you know, that step um, and you just have to move forward. And since you took, take that step, you just have to put in your utmost effort to make that the best choice you ever made. Rather than, you know, keep going back and thinking that why didn't I take that? Cause uh, this is just a very small part in your life. I think choosing cause cause at the end of the day, when you graduate, you will know that your cost actually doesn't determine a lot. It's the process of learning and all the, all the qualities that you build up while studying that matters as who you are. So, you can still be a YouTuber. We will subscribe to your channel, okay? We'll wait for that day to subscribe to your channel. No, no, no <laughs> okay. Let me
2: um, clarify that. and Clarify that. I... I didn't want to do like YouTube, I wasn't after the YouTube career, but funny enough, what I did want to pursue was radio, so I wanted to do CNM, like what who is doing, that was the course that I wanted to do. The YouTube one was, I was more or less chasing their happiness, like, you will see, um, I'm gonna shout out the creators that I follow, shout out uh, Kian and JC, they Um, Content is really good and I wasn't chasing after that life, but I was chasing after the happiness. JC especially. JC is one of, I would say, one of my inspirations now. Because he's so driven and so creative in every single thing that he does. Just recently, they wrapped up a series that they were filming, obviously for their YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. But the way that he looks at life in general is really inspiring because He's super driven. Like, there's no other way to describe him. He's super driven, and he—that's the kind of life that I was chasing. Like, oh. he's just doing what he likes for a living, in a
0: way, you know. I actually I really agree with like the part about you know going. To, I think all of us probably a, a lot of people face this issue about like you know going to university and then rethinking about whether they want to change course, especially you know during like the first semester where the learning curve is really steep and you think about, oh, did I make the right decision? So, I mean, personally, I'm in electrical engineering. So, going into uh one, year one, one was quite a steep learning curve, even though, like, it's still, like, math and science. So, it's still, like, my area of knowledge and interest. But I think that it was quite different from what you learned in, like, I was from JC. So, it's still quite, like, different in terms of, like, um, the way of teaching and what's expected of you. So I think thinking of you know whether I made the right choice was definitely something that was always on my mind, especially in semester one. But I think that after a while, you realize that um, you know, there's always pros and cons in every course that you choose, and no course is actually easy. And mm-hmm. about content creation, actually, <laughs> I also had like similar like I won't say like being a YouTuber, but its like uh I, I was also you know because like content creators or like uh influencers online they always mm-hmm. um per- portray a very like happy and a very yeah. fulfilling life but actually I feel like at the in behind the scenes they are also like they also have their own struggles and uh no job is like you know um mm. really all a bit of roses. But, so yeah. I think like after A levels actually I also because I felt <laughs> like you know if I wanted to pursue something that I really liked after A levels was the only time to do so. So I did actually I won't go into details about what I tried, <laughs> but I did try pursuing some of my um hobbies and I realized that um the industry that I was trying out in was really not as glamorous as it was it looked on, on screen la, basically. So I realized that, you know, that wasn't a very practical choice in a sense, um, when ah. it came to career. So I felt like, you know, I mean it's yeah. a bit of a Singaporean mentality, but I, I mean, like what Vivi said, um, pers- like I would say, I mean, this is just my personal view and um, doesn't doesn't mean that you have to like uh, only pursue something that's practical. But for me, like Vivi, I think like I was, I think pursuing something that is more practical and then keeping your hobbies as like a side hustle is a very good way because you can, at the same time, you get the degree that will, you know, get you the bread but at the same time you can also pursue your side hustles like what I'm doing now with Radio Pals, so pursuing my interests and hobbies at like the side. Yeah, yeah.
2: let's go! <laughs> I think what Fami mentioned about trying out interning sort of at the industry that she wanted to pursue at first is a very good idea for anyone who's listening and is thinking of the same thing. You want to pursue your passion but you're being told not to do that and do something else instead you should try out for what you are passionate about and see if the industry actually suits you. I think that's a very good point Fahmin brought up just now. And if you are also in the same situation that we are in, feeling that you are doing what you don't really want to do, acceding to other people's request of what you should do basically, I have a song recommendation for you. Song recommendation is Numb by Linkin Park. I feel that the lyrics will really resonate with you. If you do want to check it out, you should check it out at our playlist in the description below. So yes, and with that, we will conclude our second segment and stick around for the third one because we will talk about more music that will empower you and bring you through difficult times. So yes, stick around. Welcome back to Radio Powers, the sound of NUS. You are still with us. The music escape, and in this set, we are going to talk about how music empowers. And we've each of us, have a different song that we feel that is a very
1: has very empowering lyrics. So let's start with Wan Hui. Okay, yes. Time for some positive vibes, guys. Life is all about positive vibes. Okay. <laughs> all, after all those naggy naggy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I we I realized we went too too much. We ran too much. <laughs> I think like uh I have two songs. They are two different, very different songs. Uh, in terms of the topics I talk about, I think first uh first song is by Megan Trainer. It's called Genetics. So basically, that whole song she is like totally being the queen and saying how her genetics are like the best the kind. You know, so it's basically like self love, a lot of self love and being confident and everything and i know that like um you know these days everyone is very self-conscious uh and they're constantly very worried about uh you know like you'll be like conscious about your looks conscious about how you are everything but this song is like sis is the best <laughs> <laughs> so if you are feeling sad yes
0: one we clearly like. Yes, I
1: love myself. <laughs> <laughs> I sound so narcissistic, guys. It's, not, it's self-love, guys. Okay, self-love yes, is very self-love. important. <laughs> yes. And when you're at my age, be <laughs> back with <away>, me. <laughs> yes, guys. So when you're at my age, you know that the most important thing is not what others, whether others like you or not. It's whether you love yourself or not. So self-love, hashtag. For me, totally giving me looks, but I'll, I'll take that. Thanks for your support.
2: (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, I feel that you should be able to love yourself because there was one quote that I came across that said, if you don't love yourself, then who will? Yes. You can't expect everybody to love you the way that you want to be loved. So in that case, why not show yourself that love? So I know a lot of people who do stuff like self-care day, all that stuff, which I feel that is very important I feel that it's very important to have mm-hmm. um,
1: section out days for yourself where you focus on what you like to do. Guys, that song is really nice to listen to while we're walking on the street. Like what I said, strike down the street like your own dad's street. Another song is, okay, Lisa fans should all know the song. I, I actually came across this song because of the dance cover she made. But uh, I went to li- I really like the whole music itself. It's by uh, Destiny Rogers. I think she's a really... Uh, Promising artist. I think her, her music are all quite nice. You can check it out. It's called tomboy So we see that song was talking about it's more women empowerment I feel so he's saying how like uh, girls are said to do this 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 but then she you know She disagree and all those so I think you can check out that music and you know look at the lyrics Yeah, so this song is very um, it's more like women empowerment and I think that uh Girls, listen to it. Yes, and uh it's a it's re- another good song playlist for you to hashtag strike down the street. So you can create this playlist and then <laughs> I, now like people's gonna judge me, you know. They're gonna like look, this one play what at the U-Town. Yes, I'll put a poker face and then I'll strike down this U-Town street, okay? <laughs> Catch me there. Alright, yes. How about how about the rest, guys? Any songs to Add to my stride, Striding Down the street playlist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think like for me, it's the very OG songs like you know like Katy Perry Firework and Roar, you know it's like those like songs that are so long ago yet like they're still so classic so yeah those would be my top two favourites to so stride down the U-Town Streets with yes. Wen <laughs> Yeah but how about Hannah and Vivi?
2: Oh I will add on to fundraise, I want to add on to fun is, um mention of fireworks by Katy Perry because there was a, like, there's a certain lyric in there that I'm trying, I just googled, I'm to read through. I, as I mentioned in a previous episode, how I find, like, listen to music and all that is through the radio. So I have a physical radio constantly playing in my room and there was one time where mm. I, I was feeling, I think I was feeling kind of down because of um, academic stuff and then I went into the room and then, Fireworks by Katy Perry was playing, which was very, I feel like it was a very, oh, it was a coincidental moment because it, the lyrics go, do you ever feel already buried deep? Six feet under screens, but no one seems to hear a thing. And then the next part says, do you know that there's still oh. a chance for you? Cause there's a spark in you. And then the, the, wow. yeah, all that lyrics. And then I went into the room and I, I heard that, and I was like, it was like an instant mood lifter, you know, like, it felt like she was talking to me through that song. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are times Mm. when you listen to the song, like, out of the blue, and then you're feeling, like, various feelings, and then certain lyrics catch you at the most unexpected Mm -hmm. moment, and then you'll just listen to the song, and then your brain will catch the lyrics, and then you'll just be, like, stuck there, like, oh my gosh, I felt that, and I kinda needed that at that point, right? Do you ever feel that? I felt that Katy Perry's uh, Fireworks was one of the songs that
0: mm-hmm. really
2: made me feel that way. And it was a coincidence because they don't really play the older yeah, songs yeah. on the radio mm-hmm. anymore. So I felt like, yeah, that was a very nice moment, personally. On the same note, there was another time where I felt... I think this was when I was studying for A-levels if I'm not (laughs) wrong, so if you guys have ever been through the A-level journey, anyone listening to us, any of you guys that have been through the A-level journey, my gosh, there was a time when I uh, basically stressed with studying and then I went out of my room, like talk with my parents, talk with my siblings, like basically de-stressed from that. And then I walk back into my room again. My radio is constantly playing, and then um, the song that just started playing, just as I turned on the light and entered the room, was "Stop and Stare" by One Republic. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard that song before? "Stop and Stare" by One Republic. So it was a- released in two thousand seven, quite long ago. And again, another song that they don't really play on the radio. And this song is very nice because the lyrics literally goes "Stop and stare." I think I'm moving but I go nowhere. I feel that those lyrics hit me so hard at that point because <laughs> yeah. obviously as you're studying, you feel like you're definitely moving, going through the motion in school and all that stuff. You feel like you're moving but when you sit down and do it on your own, you feel like you're going nowhere because you're stuck. And basically something about that mindset, and my at, the mindset I had at that point of point in time and that song really hit me really hard at that point i was like wow that was really meant to be in a way that i came into my room just as that song was playing if i'm not wrong fun fact about that song the um songwriter ryan Tedder, who is a lead singer songwriter of one republic he said that i quote this and he said he it's written from the point of total desperation and he mentioned he continues to mention that it was a point in time where he was beyond broke He kept getting eviction notices, and he really felt like it was he was watching his life pass by him. So I feel like it was a. It's written in from such a personal perspective that it's another song that I feel like it's very easy to connect to if you're feeling similar emotions as what I mentioned earlier as well. If you're feeling, um, not only if you're in any point in time when if you're studying and especially in the middle of this semester, it's pretty. I feel like something that I feel more a lot of people resonate with at the middle of the semester, where if you have like lectures piled up that you haven't watched or tutorials that you need to catch up with, or whatever the situation is, if you feel like you're moving but you're not going anywhere and you feel basically tired of it and all that, I think one uh, "Stop and Stare by One Republic is a very good song that you should really take a break from and listen to the lyrics too. So yeah, another song right from me.
3: Yeah, Hannah. Uh, there is one song. Uh, it's not exactly recent either. Wait, let me see. It was released in 2018. Do you know the artist Grace VanderWaal?
2: I heard one song by her. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which song. <laughs> I heard one song by her.
3: Mm, yeah. Uh, her song is called Clearly. It's not. It's not an original song. It's actually a cover of a much older song by Johnny Nash called I can see clearly now yeah she covered it and she renamed it to clearly yeah let me let me see let me read out some of the lyrics so basically it begins Mm -hmm. with uh her saying her singing uh there's a world outside my door I don't know it anymore I'm gonna stay here now close the curtains cut the lights, match the darkness in my mind is gonna take me down so that's like the very first uh, verse of the song but then as it goes on i think around the middle uh, she sings that there's a world outside my door i force my feet down to the floor i'm gonna make it out yeah take a breath and say a prayer find the strength in my despair it's not gonna take me down yeah so if you listen to it actually wow. it feels very uplifting yeah because she changes the words like uh as the song goes on and like you, you can hear her getting happier you know in a way and like you know, as the listener, you also kind of match your emotions, and in the same way, you also start to feel a lot better. Yeah, mm. so like check it out if you're curious about how it sounds. <laughs> He's a very good singer. Yeah, that's a very nice yeah. suggestion.
2: Yeah, I love that. I love the lyrics that you just mentioned because it really feels like something that obviously I. Anybody can relate to if you're feeling down, and especially the last line. It's
3: not gonna take me down. Yeah.
2: It's not gonna take me down, and I was wow. That's that's very really nice <laughs> lyrics. Yes, if you're interested to check out that song, it will be conveniently put in our playlist for you. So yes, head to the playlist and enjoy the songs that were picked out by us and you guys that provided suggestions for us as well. So yeah, with that, we are going to wrap up this episode. This has been a very meaningful episode for us to film. And we hope that we provided you with not only more songs you could listen to if you're feeling down, but also a short escape from the stresses of life and smiled a little during this hour or so. Ending off, we will be sharing a coping strategy that we feel that has worked for us or we've heard from someone. And I will start by saying that if there's ever a time where you're like, I feel that it's a very common problem now where you're trying to sleep, but you feel like your head is being too loud, like all the thoughts are coming into your mind and you can't sleep because you are just thinking of too many things personally for me how i deal with that is that i will play one of my favorite songs or like any of my favorite songs so for me i have my radio that is constantly playing music so i will try to focus my mind on the song that is playing on the radio and that sort of calms the like the thoughts in my head and i feel that it helps me sleep better which is kind of ironic because normally people will tell you to sleep with um like calming music or something soothing but i feel that Listening to your favorite song or listening to any of your favorite songs, your favorite playlist will help you sort of keep your mind in one place and help you drift off into sleep better. So that's my personal strategy. Fang Ming, what about you?
0: Okay, I think for me, right, um, I'm not really a book person, so I don't really like read self help books. Like one way, if you know me well, I'm definitely <laughs> not a book person. So I think like I, actually I, I, I asked on my Instagram on like coping strategies as well. So. Think a very common uh way that people have replied to is that you know they just try to sleep it off which i agree definitely like sleep kind of solves all the problems at least temporarily or um of course another way would be you know exercising even though personally it's not really for me but um i think the exercising is also a great way to you know release all the happy hormones and you know uh be at least in the moment for a while yeah, so I think personally how I dis- cope other than, you know, to sleeping will be watching my favourite shows or even TikTok to laugh it out. <laughs> yeah, mm. so how about you, Wenhui? Hui?
1: Uh, I think I'll just say like, be happy like what I have always said, be happy and anything just talk it out with someone you're comfortable with or sing it out. Okay, just strike down the street with your <laughs> <the comments. laughs> And now let's listen to our...
3: Hannah! All right, so hopefully you have managed to resonate with what we said. So please remember, like, especially during this tumultuous, uh, tumultuous time, right, put aside some self-care time for yourself, like, such as engaging in your favorite hobbies. For example, mine is baking. Ooh. And also, uh, maybe even, yeah, <laughs> and maybe even sitting down with a friend for, like, a good long heart-to-heart talk where you talk about your struggles and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I had that once, and it's almost led to a crying session but if you want to cry just cry yeah it feels really cathartic and i think it'll be good for you Mm. yeah so please remember to stay safe and healthy both physically and mentally
2: yes and with that we wrap up this episode we hope that you managed to find something through listening to us for this hour or so be it empowerment or feeling like you're not alone Or maybe even just new music to listen to when you're feeling down. And if you do want to listen to the music that we have talked about in this episode, it's all in the playlist which is in the description below. Be sure to check it out. And catch you guys next week for our next episode of The Music Escape. Bye!